It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, you know, Rich, time rolls on. One thing is sure, you don't stop time from moving on, regardless of how tired you may be. You can't hold it back, can you? And now... Uh, this weekend, on Monday, tell us about it. Well, Monday is Martin Luther King Day, where the nation as a whole celebrates the life and the legacy of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Yeah, I just make a point of that because so many people, especially the media, and they like to say Dr. Martin Luther King or Dr. King, and they want to forget. The reverend part of it. The reverend part of it. They want to forget that he was a preacher. And... Uh, and he was preaching, and uh, that's part of who he was. Of course, his daddy was a preacher, but Martin Luther King started out preaching. His first church was Dexter Avenue Baptist Church in uh, Montgomery, wasn't it? That's right. Montgomery, Alabama, and he was a young man, and he was just settled in. Except, you know what, folks? Maybe God doesn't intend us to be too comfortable and to just settle in and stay out of the waves and the rough part of the winds that are blowing. I heard that he likes to comfort the afflicted and to afflict the comfortable. Okay. Linda Randall, bless her heart. Now, it's Linda Tate Randall, isn't it? Who's her brother? Michael Tate, the the lead singer. Okay. You know that song, God's Not Dead? Yeah. That's Michael Tate, her oh, brother. Oh, is that right? Well, Linda Randall... I could just give a whole story about her life story, a whole program. But she took care of her mother until she died. She lives here in Kansas City area, married to uh, Michael Randall. And they have a church called the Mosaic. And listen to this, folks. The Mo- what is a mosaic? It's all of the different parts and pieces of different sizes and shapes and colors coming together to make something, to make something beautiful. beautiful. When I first heard that, I thought, isn't that nice? Every church should be a mosaic. But anyway, let's get on with the program now. Linda Randall comes to sing God of the Mountain. Here it is. Life is easy when you're up on the mountain. You've got peace of mind. Like you've never known But things change When you're down in the valley Don't lose space For you're never alone For the God on the Oh, 
when you're up on the mountain But talk comes so easy When life's at its best Now it's down in the valley Trials and temptations That's where you'll That's, that's some encouragement that for today. You know, Paul Harvey, when he was alive, there were so many wonderful things he said, and they were true, absolutely true. You go back through history, go back into the Bible, the people of Israel, and it's just human nature that you want somebody to give you something for nothing. You want what you want, but you don't want to work for it. You want, and you see, what I really am getting at now, folks, is the government is not your big daddy. The government is all too happy to say, we'll give you this, and we'll give you that, and we'll make your life just wonderful. And as they're doing that, they're taking and taking and taking and taking. Paul Harvey, Paul Harvey had something to say about that. Here it is. Just a few seasons ago, politicians baiting their hooks with free barbecue and trading a Ponzi promise for votes, began telling us, we don't want opportunity, they said, we want security. They said it so often we came to believe them, we wanted security. And they gave us chains, and we were secure. Yeah, and they gave us chains, and we were secure. And yet freedom, freedom is what is in the heart of every human being, not to be chained. But little by little. Yeah, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, folks. Thinking about Martin Luther King Day on Monday, oh, there was somebody who knew what it was to plan everything is going to be nice and then to end up facing the giant, <laughs> facing Goliath. Um, Martin Luther King talks about the parable of the good man as opposed to the parable of the person who just doesn't have time to help somebody else. This is about the good Samaritan. It's about the good Samaritan. Let's listen to what Martin Luther King Jr. said about that. One day a man came to Jesus and he wanted to raise some questions about some vital matters of life points he wanted to trick Jesus and show him 
that he knew a little more than Jesus knew and throw him off base. Now that question could have easily ended up in a philosophical and theological debate. But Jesus immediately pulled that question from midair and placed it on the dangerous curve between Jerusalem and Jericho. And he talked about a certain man who fell among thieves. You remember that a Levite? And the priest passed by on the other side. They didn't stop to help him. Finally, a man of another race came by. He got down from his beast, decided not to be compassionate by proxy. But he got down with him, administered first aid, and helped the man in need. Jesus ended up saying this was the good man, this was the great man. Because he had the capacity to project the eye into the thou and to be concerned about his brother. Now, you know, we use our imagination a great deal to try to determine why the priest and the Levite didn't stop. The times we say they were busy going to a church meeting, an ecclesiastical gathering, and they had to get on down to Jerusalem so they wouldn't be late for their meeting. At other times, we would speculate that there was a religious law that one who was engaged in religious ceremonial was not to touch a human body 24 hours before the ceremony. And every now and then we begin to wonder whether maybe they were not going down to Jerusalem, or down to Jericho rather, to organize a Jericho Road Improvement Association. That's a possibility. Maybe they felt that it was better to deal with the problem from the causal root rather than to get bogged down with an individual effect. But I'm going to tell you what my imagination tells me. It's possible that those men were afraid. You see, the Jericho Road is a dangerous road. I remember when Mrs. King and I were first in Jerusalem. We rented a car and drove from Jerusalem down to Jericho. And as soon as we got on that road, I said to my wife, I can see why Jesus used this as the setting for his parable. It's a winding, meandering road. It's really conducive for ambushing. You start out in Jerusalem, which is about 1,200 miles, or rather 1,200 feet above sea level. And by the time you get down to Jericho, 15 or 20 minutes later, you are about 2,200 feet below sea level. That's a dangerous road. In the days of Jesus, it came to be known as the bloody paths. You know, it's possible that the priest and the Levite looked over that man on the ground and wondered if the robbers were still around. Or it's possible that they felt that the man on the ground was merely faking. And he was acting like he had been robbed and hurt in order to seize them over there, love them there for quick and easy seizure. And so the first question that the priest asked, 
The first question that the Levite asked was, if I stop to help this man, what will happen to me? But then the Good Samaritan came by, and he reversed the question. If I do not stop to help this man, what will happen to him? That's the question before you tonight. Not if I stop to help the sanitation workers, what will happen to my job? Not if I stop to help the sanitation workers, what will happen to all of the hours that I usually spend in my office every day and every week as a pastor? The question is not if I stop to help this man in need, what will happen to me? The question is, if I do not stop to help the sanitation workers, what will happen to them? That's the question. Yeah. Uh, by the way, folks, that was Dr. Reverend, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. with those words. And they really apply, don't they, Rich? Right, and that's at the time of that sanitation workers' strike yeah. where they were – it's a long story – but where they were fighting to have much better working conditions and, and equality with the white employees. Yes, yes. So, um, so that's, that really applies to our life in so many, many, many ways. You know, it, it has occurred to me over the years, how about the other person? Can you understand where he is, what he's going through? Can you understand the battles that are in his way? And can you help him? Has God allowed you to have things uh, to help somebody else? Isn't that the kind of the purpose in all of it anyway? Well, uh, Billy Graham certainly was a powerful preacher. As um, America goes and the, really the entire world Billy Graham was the evangelist that spoke to more people of his day um, than anyone could imagine. Uh, a little guy, born and raised in North Carolina, a little scallywag kid, really, if you know anything about his life, and then God used him. God used Billy Graham, but he didn't ever become pompous or I'm better than you or anything of that sort. And he... Whenever he went in his rallies, why he was kind and ex exhibiting exactly what uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King was talking about. Here is uh, some audio segment that I found in our archives of when Billy Graham had his huge big rally in New York City. And uh, Dr. Martin Luther King was there. Uh, let's listen to this. Tonight, we're delighted to have from Montgomery, Alabama, Dr. Martin Luther King, the minister of the Dexter Avenue Baptist Church. Heavenly Father, out of whose mind this great cosmic universe has been created, we come recognizing our dependence on thee. We stand amid the forces of truth, and yet we deliberately lie. We stand amid the compelling urgency of the Lord of love that's exemplified in the life of Jesus Christ. And yet we live our lives so often in the dungeons of hate. For all of these sins, oh God forgive. We thank thee this evening for the marvelous things which have been done in this city through the dynamic preaching of this great evangelist. 
We ask thee, O God, to continue blessing him, give him continued power and authority, as we listen to him tonight, grant that our hearts and spirits will be open to the divine inflow. All of these things we ask in the name of him who taught us to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And that was the young Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., praying at the Billy Graham Crusade in Madison Square Garden, New York, in 1957. See, 1957. That's a long time ago, isn't it? That's a long time ago. Folks, if you think we can ever have everything perfect, you're wrong. Uh, Believe me, your struggle continues. But in America, uh, we have freedom, and everybody should have freedom. Everybody should have freedom. to pursue their dream as God has given it to them. Now, Paul Harvey had a few words about that, too, because America will not continue to exist in the way it's going. People are being torn apart, not being brought together. Um, People are warring against each other. Everybody said, you're the wrong color, (laughs) or you have the wrong this, or we don't like you because you're too tall or too short or whatever that goes on, you see. And uh, Paul Harvey said, if you don't do things that bring people together, I'm talking to the Christian community now. I'm talking to those who know the Lord. Now, let Paul Harvey speak to you and your heart with these words. Let us nonetheless, with the conscience of reasonable men, preserve and protect and defend this last great green and precious place on earth against all its enemies, foreign and domestic. So help us, God, if only because so many people you never knew have broken their hearts to get it and to keep it for you. Um, Doesn't that speak to the moment we're in right now? Yes, absolutely. Lots Um, Lots of turmoil today. Lots of turmoil and lots, today. lots at stake. And you know, Rich, I was thinking people can take a word or a sentence or a thought and twist it and twist it to make it mean what it was never intended to mean. And and that, there's a lot of that going on today. My word, look at the politics, <laughs> the mess that we have going on there. So uh, uh, if, if, if our pastors and our church leaders and those who know the Bible to be the basis of how mankind is to live and seek out his future, if those people don't start taking a, giving it attention, um, this is what Paul Harvey said will be the outcome. History promises only this for certain. We will get exactly what we deserve. Well, well, that's pretty short. <laughs> that was pretty short. That's kind it? of like you reap what you sow. Rich, on the complete story for the last couple of weeks, there have been several listener comments that I want to share with our audience, and I want to enjoy the listener comments with them. Um, here's a lady from St. Louis. Hi. I moved to St. Louis August 1st, 2007, 
Invite Radio Network has been on my radio every day since I've been here. Last year, on December 4, 2020, I had knee surgery. Anytime I'm away from my home, I have my iPad or my telephone in Bot Radio plays during the night. It even blessed the hospital staff. <laughs> well, bless her heart. Isn't you. that a neat testimony? Yeah, God she, bless you, dear lady from St. Louis. Now, listen, do you remember the first time we met a gentleman called Coach T? I sure do. What do you remember about Coach T? Well, he's a fabulous wrestler, for one thing, I remember. (laughs) Also, Dad, he is the brother of Myron, who operates Bot Radio Network over the nighttime hours. So as this lady is listening to Bot Radio Network um, through the nighttime hours, it's Myron who is running the equipment to make that possible, and Coach T is his brother. Is his brother. And Coach T works with young people. Yes, he does. And helps young people to get their act together mm-hmm. and lift their eyes beyond the horizon right? so they can see and what he, the future could be. And he was be. a great a collegiate wrestler champion. Well, all of a sudden, when I was going through the listener comment um, that, are, that are printed out every week, we can, there was one from Coach T. Here it is. Coach T here, and I'd just like to say I'm so proud of the bots and what they've done with Bot Radio. I listen every day, and I love the teachers, especially like – Dr. Tony Evans and Pastor Alan Jackson out of Tennessee. Keep up the great work in 2022. <laughs> and Coach T is coaching young people today in wrestling, and he has some real champions on his team. Yeah, well, you know, and what we need are more people like him. Right, to reinvest See, their lives into the young people, the generation so, that's coming up. It would be so easy for somebody to say, oh, well, what does that mean? How many can he really reach? Um I tell you what, we need more people All right. who are helping other people become what they can be, um, according to how God has given them gifts. Let's listen to this lady. We are so very thankful for the Bot Network programming. Adrian Rogers, David Jeremiah, Robert Jeffers, Greg Laurie, Wall Builders, Jack Graham, and so many more. God bless you and your very special programming, a ministry to so many. Jim and Shirley Ann in Cherryvale, Kansas. <laughs> well, thank you, Shirley Ann. Yeah, God bless you. Now, do you know where Cherryville is? I, yeah, I think it's southeast Kansas. Oh, is that right? Well, wasn't that nice? Now, you know, Rich, I have found more and more of our audience are listening to Bot Radio Network when they can really concentrate and think about what they're hearing. And truck drivers as a group are on the road um, carrying carrying their their load in their semi-trucks or whatever so we can have groceries and we can have furniture and we can have all the things we need. And while they're driving, they're listening. Listen to this. Yes, I just wanted to tell you that I really have enjoyed your radio broadcast like nothing else. I, I listen to it all day long. I, I drive for a living. And then when I come home at night, I I tell my wife, we sit and talk about the things I heard that day on the radio. I just want to tell you, it really, it means so much to me. All these shows, they've really brought something to my life. Thank you so much. Yeah. Mm, I love that. I love that enthusiasm. Thank you for calling in and letting us know that. You know, and that's the power of the Word of God. As you're driving or doing what you're doing throughout the day, let the washing of the water of the Word flow through you. And let Bot Radio Network be a part of that. I think we have time for a couple of more. Listen to this one. I started listening to Bot Radio a couple of years ago, 
it's helped me get through some rough times. It's been a great comfort and a blessing to me. Thank you, Bot Radio Network. Uh-huh. And thank you, sir, mm-hmm. for calling in and sharing that with us. You know, friends, we don't get stronger when everything is going right. It's only when we struggle and try and have difficulties that we grow and get stronger as we are as we are reaching upward um, to get out of that. And that's what I felt in what that gentleman had to say. Do we have time for a couple more? All right, here's a lady. This is Rosemary, and I love Bob Radio. I listen to it every morning, especially I listen to Family Life. Also, focus on the family. I listen every morning. I have learned so much on marriage and children and young adults. I really do enjoy it. Yeah. Remember when Focus on the Family started? Oh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> I, but I do remember. Listen, let me. you haven't let me give the listener comment line okay. yet. And uh, we would love to hear from you. If you would please uh, jot this number down and call us. Maybe tell us about your favorite programs or how Bot Radio Network has impacted your life or your witness for the Lord. 1-800-345-2621. 1-800-345-2621. Two six two one. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Here's another lady. My name is Ann Jennings, and I live in Hernando, Mississippi. And I've been listening to your radio station for at least probably forty years. And uh, Maria, it's your Memphis location. I call her periodically, and she sends me new guides. You know this program guide, and I pass them out to my friends and you know different ones or people that I think might want to listen to it. And I'm I'm just so thankful. I mean, I can't even tell you how it's Lord's blessing. You don't have enough time on your state, I mean, on this call, but it's immensely. And I want to tell you, I love Jay Vernon McGee, Charles Stanley, Chuck Swindoll, and Ann Graham Lott. I listen to her every Sunday at 9 o'clock. I'm on my way to church listening to her. There's lots of them that I listen to. Oh, isn't that neat? And you know, Dad, most people find out about Christian radio because someone cared enough to tell them about it and encourage them to listen, like Uh, this lady does, distributing uh, all of our program guides. Well, and you notice she's she's listening because she's on her way to church. Well, good for her. (laughs) 1-800-345-2621. Please give us a call and share with us your story. And our time is gone, folks. This is Dick Bott with this chapter of The Complete Story with my son, Rich. And it's been a pleasure to be with you. See you later.